All right. Three, two, one. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. All right. Let's, let's do get it. it. Let's go. Okay. 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 Welcome. Welcome. Welcome me. Welcome you. And welcome to everybody but the boys in blue. Okay. Okay. I guess we. I didn't know we were starting <laughs> off with the black power. Fuck the police. But okay. Okay. Freedom. Right. Freedom. Baby. Don't say nothing that would incriminate you or me. Okay. But thank you, everybody who is currently listening. Thank you for tuning in. This is episode one of another nameless podcast. Yes, 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 y'all. After so long of us planning and you know working towards this and you know fighting, being discouraged and depressed, honey. Yeah. We're going to get into it We are finally here We thank you everyone who is listening Bear with us as we get our podcasting legs together As we work out the flow of how everything's going to go And forgive me I have um, I'm, a, I'm having I'm dealing with a high over <laughs> Right now So We're going to go ahead and get started This podcast is 
That's Curry and Moxie. Absolutely. Been friends for a long time. We just here to talk about everything that's going on, current day to day politics. Not know so much. Not as much politics, but pop culture, entertainment, mental health. We are here to give you guys entertainment and hopefully give you something that'll inspire you and 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 encourage you to move on and be better than you were yesterday. And okay? we are simply here. Just to share our opinions, bro. A lot of people, I feel, nowadays are so sensitive when it comes to so many different topics. It's just our opinions. These aren't facts. Unless you ask me, then I feel like my opinion is fact. No, I'm just playing. So we're going to base it in facts, you know. We want to make sure that we're doing our research and the things that we are bringing to you. But more than anything, we want to kind of encourage people to have those conversations and not be so... I don't know. <laughs> Not be so scared to say how they really feel about things. Okay? Absolutely. So we're going to get started with just some little more lighthearted topics. We got some entertainment news, a little bit about what we have been tuning into, what have we been listening to, what have we been watching. Extra, extra, read all about it. Okay. Let's start with, uh, we can start with film. I, here lately, it's been a lot of Marvel entertainment coming out. Yeah. If you are interested in that type of thing We are big nerds around here okay. okay And I think more than anything Those movies have been appealing to more than just people Who've been into the comics and stuff So Yes I am a huge Marvel movie watcher Shout out to all my Marvel movie watchers Yes I um Recently the most recent film was Doctor Strange I did see that mm-hmm. Wasn't it like the biggest opening For Marvel or it had a really big They did really good numbers Oh wow okay so that's good for them I didn't really check on like how it performed I'm surprised that's normally You know that's normally (laughs) your bag Well you know mental health I've been going through some things (laughs) For 98 days I've been going through some things You've been going through some things We've all been going through some things But I mean yeah, but I think big, very big opening for Doctor Strange. I didn't see it. You saw it. Yeah, I did. Um, what would you say? What was your critique? I mean, spoiler alert for those who haven't seen it yet. It's been out for a couple of weeks now, so. Yeah. Um, I like the film overall. I did like the film. I wish that it touched a little bit more on, like, The last big thing we saw from the shows, I know this this movie technically was touching on the events that happened in, in um, WandaVision, but I wanted it to more so touch on like the grand scheme of things as well, like because we just got from the Spider Man movie, like the multiverse opened up, and uh, yeah, I mean, and it did it did do multiverse traveling and all that. I'm not the movie was literally called the Multiverse of Madness. I just felt like it just became like more of a versus movie. Yeah, I think you said it even felt like it could have been its own individual standalone. You know what I mean? Like it didn't really tie into. I don't feel like it had much to do, in my opinion, it, it wasn't, it didn't have much to do with like actual events that they're about to take the franchise into. Like, you know, fighting like, you know. The Conqueror and all of that. Yeah, like, can't collect like from the because uh, what's all been leading up or what's this saga? This is the Infinity Saga, right? No, this is the uh, not Infinity. The, yeah, the one we just came out of with, with the, the Infinity Saga, right? 
and this is the multiverse saga. And so we started that off. Multiverse shit in here. I'm not. I'm not gonna sleep on that. I'm trying to like keep it cute and not give away too many details. But um, it did have of a, a good amount of that. I just felt like I just wanted another another threat. Yeah. This movie was very like strange versus. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, what you see is definitely witch. just what you get. There's nothing else to this movie. It's literally like, let's see who's, you know. The like, baddest witch around, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, Dr. Strange is, like, going through his things, and here comes Scarlet Witch fucking shit up, and he's like, you know, I have to fight you off. In my opinion, he knows he's no match for her. The whole movie, he's like, I can't do nothing with this bitch. <laughs> but even like how the movie ends, it's like it ends in such a way that's like, okay, that was cute. Because it was just like, how else were you going to be there? So all of these, uh, what the first one that started off this saga, was that Loki? It wasn't Loki. What was the first one? It, okay, so it was WandaVision. Yeah. And then it was well, Loki. That explained, in my opinion, WandaVision, the only thing it explained in WandaVision was how she became the Scarlet Witch. Okay. Now we're dealing with this movie is like you're dealing with who the Scarlet Witch is. A lot of people will be confused because Wanda Maximoff of the Avengers was a good guy. Right. Scarlet Witch, and even in a long history of her comic books, she's always been like Bad, yeah, not bad. A like she does what she wants to do, and you see that in this movie. And so after that, it was Loki. Yep, which I love, and that one seemed like it really opened up the whole multiverse, multiverse thing yeah. and introduced Kang, who was supposed to be like the big big villain of this entire saga, right? Yeah, like the Thanos. Yeah, but you didn't know, see I too do, much of him I other do, than that one. I do realize because even in the first. Like the Avengers and all that, they showed, they hinted at Thanos for a long time before Thanos actually appeared. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was like they did, they showed like the little snippet at the end of the Avengers where he's like, where Loki fails him and he's like, you know, basically he's like, I have to go down there and do it myself and all of this. And he was like extra super purple. I have to play that clip for you. He, he looked completely different than how mm. they. When they actually brought Thanos, it was like, oh, y'all changed some editing. But I guess, it's not enough. was Moon Knight supposed to be a part of this as well? He's in the new phase of what's going on. And I guess you didn't really, there wasn't any multiverse talk in Moon Knight. In Moon Knight, yeah, no. It was great. Yeah. But it wasn't any, not that I'm thinking about it, that was its own little standalone story. Because the, in my opinion, <laughs> excuse me. The Disney Plus shows are, in my opinion, they're introduction shows. Like, they're just, I'm here to introduce who this character is. So when we get to a point in the film, you won't be, like, when I just spring them into action, you won't be like, who Who the fuck is this? (laughs) I mean, because I didn't, I'd never seen, I wasn't familiar with the Moon Knight comics or anything like that, but I really enjoyed that show. Yeah. It was sweet. It was really, really sweet. Now, I know some people were giving him the uh, comparison to being like Batman, but just because you got a cape and you fly a little bit, you, no, no, I get what they were trying to say, but no, it was completely different. I, I liked it a lot, though. 
Yeah, I like Moon that shit a lot. Is definitely dope. I like that shit a lot, lot. And I think that they they said that they were supposed to be another season, but they canceled it, didn't they? Um, I didn't hear that. I mean, I didn't hear that it was going to be another season. I just heard <coughs> that it was like a limited series. Mm. Um, I know he's going to like, I guess, appear in other things, like. Because in the comic book, he crosses over with so many different characters, like um, Daredevil. And uh, I think he crosses over with Ghost Rider and Blade. That's sweet. Like all that. like the badasses. Yeah. I kind of like that. Like the darker kind of, you know what I mean? Yeah. I like that. I like that. So, and I know Blade is about to get his own movie. Mm-hmm. I've been hearing that they're reworking Ghost Rider. Maharshala Ali, I think, is the actor who's playing yeah, Blade. He's play really, Blade. really dope. I'm excited for that, though. Oh, yeah, I feel like he's going to do a good job. I really, I really, though, I really hope Marvel takes this opportunity to dive into the darkness. The original Blade film was such mm-hmm. just, like, golfy, like, vampire fantasy. And I just hope they don't just, like... Oh, we're superhero heroing everything up, guys. I mean, I don't feel like I don't know. I feel like Moon Knight was a little bit on the darker side. I feel, I didn't see it. I kind of heard that it was trash. What was the movie that just came out with Jerry Leto? Jerry, oh, Morbi- Morbius or something. Yeah. See, that wasn't a. It was a Marvel film, but that was a production by Sony. So it's like their it's films like, like are the a little Spider-Man. different. Yeah. I don't know. They be dropping the ball, though. So, I've, I haven't heard a lot of good things about Sony Films. But, in addition to all of that good shit, what else we've been watching that just came out today, is Friday, is a series on Netflix. We haven't had time to check it out yeah. yet. The final series of it. I hope it's not the final, but uh, the one they just put out. Love, Death, and Robots. Robot. Or Death, Love, and Robots? Death is definitely Death. I think it's Death. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Death, Love and robots. And robots. Um, it's a series of different animated shorts um, from a different collections of animators and storytellers from all over. Um, the first one came out maybe about, I'm gonna say maybe like four years or so. You think so? I think because the long, the second one, pandemic season. The last one was the first series. Yeah. I think the first. Let me. Like we can look it up one. real quick. I think Netflix will tell us. And I'll edit this little breakout. 2019. 2019. That was right before the pandemic. Yep, so... About two. Say about two, three years ago. The first series came out. The first segment came out. And it had, I think, maybe about 12 episodes in that one. I don't remember. It, that first one was longer. I know, yeah. The first one was definitely Yeah, because the second one had, it was like, oh, what? That's it? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's dope. It's dope. Um, well, each... the third one only has nine episodes. And the, because the last one did as well, too. This seems like they're doing more so of like a, a season two, part one, part two type of shit. Right. Because season one was way longer. Like volume. It's like, this is volume three. Okay. Okay. It just came out. Okay. So, I highly, highly recommend... If you're into animation, really if you're just into, I don't know, good cinema. Because a lot of the animations are done so well where you don't even really feel like... It's not like a cartoon. It's yeah. not like a cartoon at These all. are definitely like... Yeah, I would say like if you're into like cinema. Like if you're into just 
I don't know. Like good Good shit, man. Good shit. It's just really it's just like art. First it off, is. it's like moving art. And these are like they're telling stories. It's not just like images and shit. This is like actual shorts and it's a great show. Do yourself a service and check it out. For real. We're talking so highly of it because we love it. You know, um, let's talk about pick maybe one or two of your favorite from the first. I remember the first seat. Well, we can do the, the first and the second. We can pick one from the first one. You already know which is my favorite from the first one. I think we share the same favorite from yeah. the first so one. So we can pick a, we can pick one and a runner up. So. I do feel like that episode that we are talking about, The Witness, I feel like this is. If you're a fan of the show, this is the episode that everybody comes back to because it's such a popular episode. It has is a it? big, yeah, it has a big like, um, like it's it's mentioned in conversation a lot. Okay, when so it's got it a big following. This show, um, even DJ DJ does not watch this show, but he knows about this episode because he came in here the other day and he was like. I saw this episode and it was like this girl she witnessed a, a murder and it's so good. So like, yeah. It's so it's so good. It's so weird and creative and and I will say this is for adults. This ain't for no it ain't a family thing, that's for sure, because there is some nudity and stuff in the episode we talked we about. We definitely should have mentioned that because we're talking about animated shorts. This is definitely a adult adults. Show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is nudity in this. Each of each of the episodes are different and animated animation style is different and the story is different and the lens is different as well too some of them may only be like eight minutes long where some of them may be like 21 minutes long so and some of them they're so i'm telling you they're so good you want more yeah like for my i think this was in the second season but one of my favorites from the set volume two was the one where the guy was a cop and it was like oh, the world yeah. was like the, it was like the babies children. or some shit. It was yeah. illegal to have kids. It was like yeah. population control. So it's like he comes across this one chick, and she has a daughter, and he's like, "Do I report this?" Like, cause she's like, "Please," she's begging this man. She like, definitely was please. tears in her eyes. Do not say anything, please. <laughs> like my child, my sweet precious baby. Yeah, so it's a good. I, I don't want to give the whole like premise away, but you have to check out these episodes. They're really, really dope and really good. I, for real, for real. And there's, like I said, we're talking about this particularly because the new season just came out today. When we done wrapping this up, I know what I know. What we finna do, okay? okay. I know what we finna do. <laughs> and then um, we moving on to switching gears a little bit. We're gonna talk about hip hop. Another thing that we very passionate about is music. So we gonna, oh. <laughs> we gonna dive into a little bit of hip hop and. Black culture. Okay. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um. So, and if you are a part of the culture, you probably heard that uh, rappers Young Thug and Gunna. You've probably heard that they have been arrested and um, possibly being charged. I don't want to speculate. You know what I mean? This is shit that's kind of you know. Yeah. You know, it's gonna be a lot of allegedly. But I know this is like a, a big thing. Like this is something serious happening right now in hip hop. Very much so. Because these are two big names in the in hip hop right now, and they're kind of going down for whatever these charges may be. I even heard the other day I had saw a thing that they're bringing 
like uh, Young Thug song lyrics into evidence. That's, and I think that's probably the biggest aspect or the biggest topic we should kind of dive into with this. Um, so from what I know, is is their charges are basically based around gang culture. You know what I mean? And he's got some alleged conspiracy and gang operations. Everything that's around that, we're just going to leave that open-ended. If you know, you know. But I think the biggest thing that we could kind of dive into and should be spoken about is the fact that they are using lyrics of songs to convict and indict and incriminate these artists. Yeah. This is not the first time we've seen stuff like this happen. I think it's kind of picking up a little bit more frequently as of late, but it's a historically in hip hop, we've always been kind of targeted by the police. You know what I mean? We was talking shit, and we that's funny. We started off this fucking podcast. You talking about. Uh, everybody can listen except for the boys in blue. But like <laughs> historically, that shit. I'm high, y'all. Okay, <laughs> historically, <laughs> hip hop and and law enforcement have not got along, and these yeah. are one of the tactics that they've used to kind of crack down on us. Like, how do you feel about that shit? Like, I don't know. I think it's like not okay. Like, unless the lyrics are so, unless the song is like. So explicitly, like, you're obviously telling me something here. Like, say, okay, I'm going to say this. It's like, say, uh, I'm a rap artist, and my name is Joe Smo. Now, Joe Smo got all these songs, and I'm all lit, and I'm just this trap rap artist. But then my wife comes, she goes missing. Okay? Picture the scene. Just picture this. My wife goes missing. And then my latest single... I'm in the background vocal saying, I can't believe I did it. I can't believe I killed you. I can't believe I hit you. I can't believe I got rid of your ass and threw you in the river. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Then, then look, say the police go and listen to the song. They say, what the fuck, the river? <laughs> I want every river searched in a 20-mile radius of yeah. where he, he lives. Yeah. And they searched the river and not even found a woman. You don't think that song should be um, you looked at as evidence? I do. I, I, I definitely agree. Because sometimes it's just like, come on now. You really just you just holding yourself because a you lot of them just get so yourself. cocky. I feel I'm, one of the biggest like songs. Untouchable. <laughs> one of the biggest songs. I think this was last year or the year before last. Rhyme on the club, smoking on Tuki. Like that's smoking on Tuki. Like that, <laughs> you are saying something there allegedly. Like. <laughs> You are saying something there. Allegedly. For real. Like, we know what that's a for. We know what the slang smoking on. Dot, da, 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 da. We know what that means. We know what you're saying. Even he just came back, but Bobby Schmurter has just caught up about it about a week ago. Fuck with me. You must be too big. What was another big one? He's in jail now for it, but that young man that did that song, Murder on My Mind. And that's literally what he did. Uh uh. Yeah, <laughs> why I think his name is YMW Melly. I think it's what uh-huh. I mean. And he, he, he went to jail. Like you gotta, I don't know. I understand that art imitates life, and the raps and shit is an expression. Hip hop comes from that. It comes from what we are experiencing in the day to day. But don't be so fucking literal. Yeah. <laughs> don't be so I mean, fucking literal. It's like Juice World, who sung all the time in his lyrics about like. His drug addiction, the drug abuse. I keep feeling shadows in my room. Yeah. 
and then it's like, you know, I guess it's like some. I I feel like we have to pay attention to the lyrics, and then we have to acknowledge that the lyrics are sometimes just art. It's just expression. It's not personal. It's business. It's definitely a battle between that artist, rap artist, talking about it. You know what I mean? And actually living it. And living it. A, a big example of that you recently see in the. Um, no, keep it late. Keep it late. Keep it late. I'm on. You recently seen in the. <laughs> <laughs> you recently seen in the media Cardi B and Offset were in the nightclub, and the guy they were in the New York nightclub. And the DJ, I guess, I don't know. Now, granted, I'm going to speak up for Cardi B in this instance. If I'm the level of celebrity that Cardi B is, and I'm coming to your establishment, I'm in the building with Offset, we all up in here, this is a big moment. But any club I step in, this is a big moment. I don't care what, what the club is. You should know who's in the building. You never disrespect the guests like that. But did you hear his reasoning behind what he said happened? I know, but you can you can go into that to speak up for his behalf. But for me, I just feel like if these motherfuckers walk in the building, I don't care if it's not planned. If they walk in the building, I need everybody to tell the DJ because these are music artists. So let's elaborate a little bit more on what happened. They came into a club, you know, they made an appearance, and the DJ. He said the wrong name. He gave a shot and was like, hey, yo, Nicki Minaj is in the Nicki building. Is in the bu- yo, and then he plays the Nicki Minaj track. Oh, my God. That's so embarrassing. He plays Nicki Minaj song. And then, now, granted, it's a mistake, guys. It we is. are human. It is. We are freaking human. That's why I said I want to speak up for Cardi B, but I also want to get to the point. I personally feel that was just a little, in my opinion, it was just a little like, uh. Because she had got on the mic after this had happened, and she was like, I don't want to quote word from word, but basically, and like, she was like, basically, she was like, y'all know who the fuck in the building is Big Brim in the motherfucking building. Y'all better get this shit right, or y'all trying to get dangerous tonight? Then she said, DJ, you trying to get dangerous tonight? And she said, it's Big Brim. In the motherfucking building. Then she threw the mic off. She passed the mic off to somebody beside Offset and threw that bitch around. Like, she said, fuck you, sorry, my fuck out of here. Because it probably seemed like they was just trying to be disrespectful. Yeah. It definitely put for her. That's my point to the original point. These are actual, like, gang Hell yeah. We made them famous by listening to these tracks and all that. But these are still people heavily involved in this shit. It's not, it don't just cut off. Like, you don't just go to live in a certain type of lifestyle. And then when you start getting popping and you start getting in the industry and you're famous, they, oh, okay. It's not a light switch. Like, that shit. These are still people. Big people. <laughs> and that goes to show you how deep the influence of gang culture is because Cardi B is one of the biggest names in music. She's mm-hmm. like one of America's like beloved stars mm-hmm. right now. And this bitch is still a gang member. Bodak Yellow. Still a gang member. I bet you that Bar- DJ didn't make no motherfucking mistake again. So what like, his his reasoning behind it, he's he was up there and his side of the story is that he didn't even know who was there. Somebody else handed him paper and with the information on there that says Nicki Minaj is in the building. He didn't see her. So this information is something from his side of the story. This information is something that he got from a third party. 
You know what I mean? He was just somebody down there was like, oh shit, Nicki Minaj is in the building. Let's make sure we give her a shout out. Hey, DJ, do this. So, you know, he was. <laughs> did you hear his apology? Uh uh-uh. He apologized. Like, you could tell. Like you said, that, that, he know what it is and who they is and what, what the fuck do you want to get dangerous with that bitch? He was apologizing. Like, that was uncomfortable for me because it was just like, girl, and then she's talking about big brim in the building. And then she said, you trying to get dangerous tonight? I'm like, come on now. Don't go there. Don't go there. It's just, he just made a mistake. <laughs> I know. I know. And I don't, he was, he apologized like, literally like his life was on the line. He was sad, so adamant. Like, I am so sorry. I didn't need no disrespect. You know, I just, I, I was handed in this information. He was so, like, apologetic. But. I mean, it is what it is, and like you said, this hip hop industry, this culture that we know, this is very, it's a part of it. You know what I mean? In other news, uh, speaking of hip hop artists, Fifty Cent, Fifty Cent is one of his shows that we from the three one three in particular, Detroit baby. We are from Detroit. Um, BMF, man, you may have seen the show on Stars. Was one of Fifty Cent series? Is it a part of? It's not a part of the power universe. Okay, it's but like it's a just like a story he's doing. Yeah, so BMF based on true events loosely based. Was it loosely based? Or we'll say loosely, just to be. I think it was loosely, just to be a little safe. We will say loosely based. Okay. On um one of the biggest, I guess, drug enterprises, BMF in the world. Yeah. Big Meech, you may have heard a lot of rappers say his name on raps. I think I'm Big Meech, Larry Hoover. Okay. You know what I mean? His son. Get my freak on. They throwing money like Meech, huh? But yeah, Big Detroit Dope Boy Drug Enterprise, him and his brother. um, They 50 Cent did a like a little TV show series, um, loosely based on some of the events of their starting off here in Detroit. And they had his son actually play Meech yeah. in the show. So, in current news, he is facing 60 years out there in Miami. Let me double check. We do want to get the research right. That is crazy. Let me see. I know I don't know him or anything, but this is very disappointing, actually. It is. This it's is only because... You see that your his dad is in jail for such a long time, and yeah, he, they made it was a it was a billion dollar empire. Right? Yeah, this was a lot of this is a, allegedly okay. You, all of this information is on the internet, <laughs> but this was a large operation, a billion dollar drug operation. I believe it was another thing. It was another charge, a bit another big thing. It was like. Money laundering or something. It was Just another one of the things thing. that come along with being that big of a drug enterprise. Yeah, and like when they were busted or when they were like, I guess brought. You know, when all these charges came about, um, they're saying on the internet that apparently the police only found like two hundred and I want to say like eighty something million dollars of what they believe to be a billion dollar drug operation. And you would think with whatever, allegedly, if they had any money left over, or even did or did not, you would think that Lil Meech, seeing everything that his dad had went through, you know what I mean? You're literally playing out everything that your in father a show. went through. <laughs> like, I know 50 Cent is paying decent enough for you to be able to kind of just, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I just pulled up an article. It says, Meech faces, faces charges of first-degree grand theft. This is out in Miami. It says he... 
pretty much never finished paying off a $250,000 luxury watch and tried trading it in to another jeweler. And they give him 60 years for that? It's got to be more to it than that. Because what the fuck? It's got to be more to it than that. But this that's is what a, I said. Sometimes I feel like they the try to lock us up and throw away the key, bro. Yeah, that's what it says. It says for theft of a $250,000 Richard Milley watch. And they're trying to lock him up. 50 going to take Arrested in connection shit. with organized fraud of over 50000 in the first degree. The grand theft of 100000 in the first degree. So, I mean, it These seems like the, allegedly. Cute. See, I didn't know it was from bullshit. bullshit That's, it always is bullshit, though. I felt like 50 Cent can make theft. this go away. Alleged theft, you know. And that just goes back to what we were just talking about. And this, he's not a rapper or anything like that, but he's still a part of the hip hop community. Yeah. You know, I mean, his dad is definitely his family are still part of the hip hop community, and yeah. they often really want to make a fucking, they want to make an example out of us. They want to make an example out of us. That don't make no sense. If he did it, of course, let justice be served, but a reasonable but damn, amount of 60 time. Years? That's what I'm saying. Hmm. Oh, I've been waiting for this and other legal news while we we light our bleasy and have a refreshment, a libation break. Okay. In other recent legal news, honey, I don't know if anybody out there has been paying attention to what's been going on with this Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial. My dog stepped on a beat. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. So, give a little backstory as to what's been going on. Um, because <laughs> the face she made. Like she just ate a jalapeno seed or something. She couldn't believe that shit. <laughs> my dog stepped on the bee. It's like, bitch, what? Seriously, it was so random. But to give a little backstory, everybody knows Johnny Depp. Everybody from every nationality, ethnicity, age group. For real, you know He's who Johnny Depp. He's giving you some of your childhood favorite films, Charlie yes. and the Chocolate Factory, like shit. Like Willie was Willy Wonka. Come on, he was man. in Sweeney Todd. He has such an At extensive. Yes, like Captain Jack Damn near Sparrow. anything that's <laughs> Tim Burton. You know yeah, what I mean? Prominent, prominent actor. Uh, his ex-wife, Amber Heard, um, he is currently suing her for an op-ed that she wrote. Um, basically, she didn't name him, but speaking about a situation where she was in a extensive period of domestic abuse. Um, so... Johnny Depp accuses her of writing this about him and and alleging that he did these things. And because of this op-ed, you know what I mean, he op-ed, he lost a lot of money behind it. Cancel culture. Ain't nobody got fucked. Ain't nobody got no time for that. Ain't nobody fucking with that. Yeah. Off of one movie alone, The Pirates of the Caribbean, he was out of $22 million. Mm-hmm. And that was just like... For just doing the movie. Actors as big as Johnny Depp, he probably is going to make money off the back end just off of ticket sales and shit like yeah. that. Huge actors make so much more money. like, And all of this just stopped for him because of this bitch's allegations. Yeah, yeah. And if, you, if you're not following this, you got to understand the tone. You know, because they have been allowing the public. This is a very unique 
case for me because I don't remember the last time that they've allowed the public to just witness everything just play out like this. And you're seeing everything from pictures that have been taken from Amber, some pictures that have been taken by Johnny. You know, you have these audio recordings. Um, Apparently, I guess the duration of their relationship has been very tumultuous. They've had just, it seems like toxic on both ends, but she's alleging that he was very abusive. So verbally, uh, physically and sexually abused has been some instances and Johnny's like I never touched you he's not denying the verbal abuse you know what I mean and he can't because in addition to these things there's a lot of drug use that's going on and I think that's one of the underlining things that we see as the catalyst is Johnny Depp's drug abuse you know what I mean she's using a lot of this as fuel as to why she's saying he's doing all of these things. But the gag is Amber Heard took has a to shit be, in his bed, bro. She shit in his bed. She took a shit in his bed and blamed it on the dog. That same dog that stepped on the beat. It's been so much to this. They've had psychologists come and give behavior analysis of Amber Heard and one of the it was one of the most extensive, like, readings, <laughs> as the girls would say, read her to filth. Says that Amber has pretty much borderline personality disorder, you know, and rage in her. Oh. Fucking rage. I know you ain't been following me like I have. I've been getting my life off of this shit. And there was a period of time there was a break, and now we come back and... Amber is on this. So it started off, Johnny was on the stand, giving his testimony and everything. And then Amber gave her testimony. And then there was a counter um, counter argument from Johnny's attorneys. And she just read him to, like, read her to film. She probably do have a whole bunch of fucking rage in her. I mean, I would have a whole bunch of rage in me, too, if I was, like, dating a billionaire and then, like, I don't know. Now I'm like tight and getting sued for money. He could have made all of this shit go away. Yeah, but that was like a lot of that stuff too. Saying she was doing shit that she didn't have to do. When that got divorced, she was getting $7 million. And she just was like, I'm going to donate half of this to this organization and half of it to that organization. I just don't want anything from this. I don't want anything from this. Like you didn't have to do that. Nobody asked you to do that, but she's trying to spin this web of perception of herself. And I am only saying this from what I'm witnessing. She is the the most. She just, she just does not seem credible at all. <laughs> she just seems like she's lying. So tough. There was a portion where she was giving her accusations and, and, and giving her testimony. And she was going through, she just wasn't speaking like normal people speak like, just romanticizing things it just seemed like she was reading off of the script and it was a portion where she was acting like she was crying and he just i just i just wanted it to be over also like i told you no tears not one tear <laughs> excuse me guys like i said the other day with the therapist like in um i guess his re- her reading of amber when she said she has like um the personality the personality disorder I've I literally have heard that before and seen it on it like I've I've read something basically on the internet. This is like a lot of actors actually do have like a personality disorders. Yeah. Like they have, I can see that they flip in I and out of like these 
you know people these grand emotions, <laughs> these personalities these, yeah like and it's just like whoa you did that very 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 fast but it's like a lot of the times it's like those it's sad to say they make the best actors because they can feel emotions different emotions so fast my home girl you know i love her my favorite <laughs> number one white woman actress <laughs> Baby, Miss Tony Collette. I love me some Tony Collette, but I would not be surprised if she got that shit. Because the way she is, I don't know if you... <laughs> one of my favorite series is called The U.S. of Terror, and it's about a woman who has borderline personality. No, it's it's a uh, dissociative. She has DID, dissociative okay. identity disorder. And oh, she yeah. has all of these personalities. And the way that this actress, Tony Collette, is able to just effortlessly switch in between these completely different personalities she even in like she was she was an actress on hereditary even in that moment where the dude whoever i don't remember who it was but somebody had caught on fire and she switched over from her screaming like freaking out screaming to when she just got quiet when when she got possessed that switch of emotions i wouldn't be surprised if she got that shit (laughs) Yeah, she's she's a phenomenal actress too. I Amazing would not be surprised. Actress. But I have heard that like a lot of them suffer from a lot of mental shit. Like they 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 really do suffer yeah. from a lot of different personality changes and shit. And then it's like that type of an industry we see. Johnny Depp has a lot of them also have substance abuse issues. Yeah. And that's one of the big things that they're talking about in this that they say that she's claiming alleged that led to the abuse was him being fucking high or drunk or you know what I mean and you know uh, it happens it couple does they get intoxicated so you can have another couple Tory Lanez and Megan Thee Stallion they one hot drunk in my opinion cocaine fueled night it's led to some foolishness it's the industry <laughs> and we are still and this is another situation oh I wish we could be sitting in and watching this shit like they're letting us in on the Johnny Depp one. I would love to sit and just watch this trial. I would love to. And I also feel like it would have been over a lot faster if we were able to do that. You think so? Hell yeah. This is, I mean, this, the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard shit, it, it started, it's been, it's been some time. It has, because all of this stuff does take a lot of time. But I don't know. I feel like. See, you may not care nothing about this, but I wish I could have been in the Black China versus the Kardashians case. When I tell you these motherfuckers came out every week and was like, this bitch Black China stabbed Tiger. This bitch Black China. uh, Chris Jimmy got up on the stand and said, I walked in on Black China holding a gun to rob Kardashians head. And then she going to sit and wild. put the gun down and say, it wasn't loaded. I was just playing. That's, that's what she said about what? all of it. I'm just playing, y'all. That she didn't. The, the same shit when she yoked him up with something, tied him up with something around his goddamn neck. I, I, we was playing. I was just playing. Uh-uh, bitch. You don't play like that. You show the fuck down. And it's just like a shame. I just wish I could. But I'm almost glad that. We didn't see that play out. Because in my opinion, I like the Kardashians, but I like Black China too. I'm one of those people that I'm I'm, I'm an equal opportunity person. Like, I feel like, in my opinion, Hollywood has just, like, 
and in in my opinion, a major point of what I'm saying, I feel the Kardashians have influenced Hollywood to just look at Black China as like this hood rat baby mama bitch that won't go away. <laughs> You see what I'm saying? And I'm just like, damn, that's like kind of not fair. Like, because no shade, she made something out of nothing just like that bitch Kim did. You that's see what true. I'm saying? That is I'm not true. saying that they had the same walk, but I'm saying they used their moment and took that shit and ran with it. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And I just feel like, I don't know. I just look at Black China as like a survivor. I know that sound like. Is like always oh, Black China, but it's like she really out here fitting for her fucking self because don't nobody really had this bitch back. None of her baby daddies can stand her. None I of their families can stand her. I can sit and agree with that, but <laughs> I feel like in the instance of all of these situations, if these women are abusing these men, they need to fucking go to jail. Yes, they do. They need to go to jail. Speak on that shit. They all of them. Yeah. If it comes out that they lied and they knew that they lied in every instance, yeah, you know what I mean. You need to face if, some, yeah, uh, yeah, even perjury, whatever. Yeah. Amber, your ass need to face some consequences for your perjury. Motherfucking Megan. Black China, you playing and in, in line. You need some purge too. Megan okay. and, it, Megan, and this Megan, because the only reason I'm gonna say I feel. If the allegation, if all of this turns out that this was a lie and just something that was brought on, I personally feel that, yeah, you should pay, even if it's not jail time, you should pay something. Some money or pay something. Pay the fine. Pay, you have to pay Pay the something. victim for whatever they lost. Yeah. Tori is now just still trying to get his, and this is, again, I am speaking from a situation if, if she, if, if he's innocent, I'll say that. I won't say anything about her. If he is innocent, you yeah. know, he lost a lot of money behind this. He's lost a lot of momentum behind this. You know what I mean? And he's just, I mean, he just released some new music. He seems like from a post that I saw on his Instagram, he's really trying to kind of kick this back off into a, a, a point of just more, I guess, like, he's trying to be more mainstream again. He's trying to get that momentum back when he was dropping shit like Say It, you know? And... This was a big one. This was a big one. We've been seeing situations of followers being lost by Megan. We've been seeing like some celebrities doing weird stuff, like randomly unfollowing her, and that can mean any fucking thing. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know. My thing is this: I just personally feel with this case. I just feel like they need to, whatever they're going to do, they need to figure this shit out fast because it's dragging at this point. And I understand that, like, okay, I can understand how a Johnny Depp and an Amber Heard situation can drag. This was years of a marriage. You right. see what I'm saying? So right. they, I can understand that dragging. This is like a long, they're not talking about a, one event. They're talking about... A span of different events throughout their entire exactly. relationship. Exactly. So Victoria I understand it. Was like a couple this was, but fucking, but <laughs> allegedly. Yeah, uh, but that was alleged. But what we're in court is the events of one night. One night we're talking You're about. Right about that. So You're I'm right just like, bro, y'all need to figure this Wrap shit out. <laughs> Wrap this shit up. Wrap it up. I feel like they're trying to be real careful with it because they don't want <sighs> real high girl shit. They don't want Meg is that popping bitch. Yeah. 
they try. I feel like they trying to do damage control like a motherfucker. I I do feel that way. I do feel that way. Cause me personally, and this is just like I said at the beginning, it's just our opinions. I believe that Tory Lanez and Megan Thee Stallion was having sex. They were fucking like I don't. When she got on that damn Gail King it said, and was like, and took five fucking minutes to say no. What, do y'all y'all probably don't know what I'm talking about? Megan looked like that bitch from uh, the divorce court clip where they said it was like I, I don't know no names, y'all, but it was like Miss Johnson. Um, no, it was like the boy was like. They were they were in divorce court, getting a fucking divorce, and they was like, and she was like suing him for some shit, and then he said, I don't even know why I'm here. I don't even know why she's suing me right now. I was just in her hotel room last night, insinuating like they just was fucking. Uh-huh. Then the judge says, Miss Johnson, is that true? And then it's like the viral clip because the girl she sits off to the side and she's like, <gasps> and everybody like hello, and she's like, I'm gonna look it up. Girl, when I tell you, that's how Megan looked when that when Gail said, "But were you guys intimate?" She said, "Jigga who?" Uh, int- like sexual, bitch. What? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, bitch, yes. And the gag is, if they could prove that she lied about that, then her credibility goes right out of the window. If they can prove any bit of that, just just from that, because that's a big part of this, you know what I mean? There's a lot of different stories that are going on about what happened, you know, that maybe Tori was fucking both Meg and the best friend, and yeah. you know there was some drinks involved, and everybody got heated and argued. And- but I do want to speak up for Megan in some in the instance too. Tori has recently done shit that I'm just like, why are you doing that? Like he went and showed academics. Like private documents before they even went to court and brought these documents up. Academics bitch ass was all on the internet telling people Meg finna go down because I just was I just was uh with Tori I just read all the documents and 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 she lied about this and she lied about that and Megan tweeted back and said, "Damn, you reading documents my lawyer ain't even got yet." And that's a problem because <laughs> it's like the what case the can fuck? be thrown out <laughs> from that. They can do a mistrial. <laughs> They can do a mistrial. The best thing that he could have done throughout this entire thing was just sit down and just shut, shut the, the fuck, fuck up. up. I understand that you are it's probably burning a hole in his little bitty heart. <laughs> it's burning a hole in him, honey. He want to get out there and so bad. I'm talking about Tori. Oh, it's burning a hole in him. He want to talk so bad. He want to get his so- I would have just sat down. I feel down. like Tori has been talking. But and I that's feel what like he's, he's not supposed doing to. it that's in Tory's way. Like he's making Tory Lanez has been making music since yeah. this he thing just... came out, and I feel like he's been talking that way. He's just been saying his little shit and his little. It, music. But it go back to snitching on yourself in the damn music. Yeah, I mean he didn't never say I shot you, bitch. But I mean he uh, well, he did say if if I shot her then my homies would have did what did he say when the first album that he dropped after all of this happened he had a bar in there pretty much saying that bitch if I would have shot you you know my shooters would have had you on the floor like like damn and then the next song was like baby I'm so sorry I can't believe this has happened I love you whatever (laughs) happened we could get past it I'm like what the fuck but that's what I mean that's him talking like through the song, yeah. But other than I don't know, he just got fined for that tweet that he did. Yeah, he got fined. 
what tweet? It was a, a couple of weeks ago. He said something referencing to that girl. He didn't say her name or anything like that. And he got arrested for it, and he had to bail his, get bailed out. He had to bail himself out because he broke the judge's orders to not have any contact with her or about her. But I don't know. I wish him the best. I do like some of his music that he's been putting out. It, he's been going back to it. If you listen to Tory, you know, for a while he had a series where he would release, release music every Friday called Fargo Fridays. Back when he was Argentino Fargo. Put the money in the dresses that your bitches sip. How about that? You know that was my <laughs> shit. You know that was my shit. But he's been releasing shit. Bro, every Friday he's starting to try to build momentum back up. Um, and I do like some of the, sh- the the music he's been releasing. Uh, this new song that he put out, I haven't listened to it in full. It sounds like a radio hit, you know what I mean? But Tori's very talented, you know. I think he. I don't know, we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. I do want to sum this up with them. This is an unfortunate situation because, in my opinion, these yeah. are both two very talented artists, and they're talented in their own ways, and they're good at what they do. You see what I'm saying? So I feel like. I wish this could just go away for them and they could just get back to what they like to do, which is create the sounds, create these this Make music. Good music. Yeah. And in other news of great motherfucking music, um, have you been listening to anything of late? You know, I've been in a mood for some time, so I haven't been listening to a lot of music. Like I have, stuff. it's new stuff out though. It's definitely new stuff out. Like we I like talk about um, the biggest. I know. like the future song, the future. Wait for you, featuring Tim's and Drake. Okay, that, he just really off of that last album. Um, something like I don't give a fuck about you. <laughs> yeah, I think it, that's it exactly. is something oh, like I never that. Liked you. Yeah, it is. Hold on, we want to we want to be accurate with this. I'm looking at it. Okay. Yeah, I never liked you. Yes. Um, Sid the Kid, her album came out. I didn't like it. I didn't even listen to it yet. I got. I I tried. It's right here, actually. I was trying to get this a skim through. I didn't really like this. Why? Her. It just sounds weird to me. Like it just don't. <laughs> I don't know. It's not what. She, it's something. It's new, not it's that, a new direction. Yeah. It's just not that. I don't know. That um. Family affair. It's just not that like that 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 mystery behind her music a little bit, I feel. It's like a little bit of like for me it's a little bit of mystery. Like you got songs like Body and yeah. Family Affair. It's like a little bit of like come and walk on the dark side of things. A little yeah, bit. it's a sensual. It's very sensual. Yeah. And I just feel like it's just missing. It's not giving none of that. Like it's giving <laughs> it's giving weird. Like I don't know. <laughs> I gotta listen to it now. Oh, you might like some tracks. You know I, I like know. weird. I do like weird. Oh, don't. <laughs> <laughs> he just bucks his eyes at me, y'all. He just bucks his eyes. Oh, Lord. No, I'm just saying, like, it's just not for me. You're I can't not jacking do that. it. That's fair. But that normally, like, when even when it's an artist that I love, I'll listen to it multiple times, and I find that I haven't done that as much yet. Oh, so, uh, so an artist that I've recently like really gotten to was um, her name is Dochi. I believe I'm pronouncing it right. Yeah, Dochi, and uh, she's from Louisiana, I believe, and mm-hmm. she's like she's very dope to me. She's like refreshing. 
She's very different. For, in my opinion, for, like, I think they're trying to gonna push her mainstream. Yeah, you can tell. They put, you can tell they're putting a lot of money behind her. You can tell that just from, yeah. like, the visuals. And- but I like that her push to mainstream is not giving me, like, no offense to Doja Cat, because I love Doja Cat, but Dochi feels like anti-Doja Cat, if it makes sense. Like, they're anti-Doja. The, they're the literally the opposite. Yeah. Like, but the same. It's like weird. They're there's very two talented artists, but on two different ends of a like the same spectrum. Exactly. Like, yeah. Like Doja is like super she like took that land of music and kinda went like pop with it. Yeah. And Dochi seems like she's still hip hop influenced, but she's definitely more like grunge, EDM, yeah. like e- yeah, but it's still kind of pop. It is. It's like, it's weird. How like, does it feel to be? Yeah, it's yeah. still very, it's, yeah, yeah. I mean, because maybe it just goes as to her songwriting. Yeah. You know what I mean? It could be like that, literally, that technical shit. The song, the the, the verse, chorus, verse, chorus, hook. Yeah. You know what I mean? It could go to how she structured. It could be something as small as that. She's dope. I haven't had a lot of. T- I won't say that's a lie. I've had time, but <laughs> I just <laughs> I haven't dived into her as much. And it's crazy because she really seems like somebody I would really be into. Yeah, because she gives you. I don't want to compare, but the only person who I think will give you an idea is like Azalea Banks. Yeah, you know what I mean. And that just to the the. The quality of the rap With the ability to Kick out a nice melody yeah. And put that on like you said Like an EDM kind of a House beat yeah. and You know I love that shit and Anything that go What's the song? I love that shit Don't she got a woman crazy Yeah Yeah I like that Boom Yes. Yes. So she gives me Azealia. She also gives me. I'm hoping I'm pronouncing her name right. But Lakele. Yeah. The man. They do that. Yeah. They do that (laughs) same quality of rapping to those faster kind of EDM beats. Yeah. Dope artists. Label mates with SZA, Isaiah Rashad, Mm -hmm. and Kendrick Lamar. TDE got. They gotta be number one for me. <laughs> they gotta be. I'm just saying, all they of them work artists, with raw talent, like unique talent too. Talent. Unique talent too. Sir, I think is with Sir, TDE too. Yeah, uh, J Rock. Absol, yeah, J Rock. Absol, yeah. Schoolboy Q. Oh, Schoolboy Q. He mm-hmm. surely is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's gotta be for real. That's gotta be my favorite label, talent. right? Like. That's just that that fucking. Yeah. Like, and then it's like Dochi is dope too because it's like think about how Dochi is. Top is not about to sign anybody, and Susan was the only female really backed by the label. So and she's the first female rapper, so that's a yeah. big bar. Yeah. To rap with the likes of Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> Kendrick Lamar. We can take a little time to go into speaking of new music. Yeah, the elephant in the room, the big boy in the room. <laughs> It's um. It took a lot of time. How long was he not releasing for? I mean, he released I think some Damn stuff. Damn came out in two thousand and 
sixteen, I wanna okay. say. And he had a couple releases from after that, that untitled Uncharted. Yeah, but that came still out. came out like two thousand seventeen or yeah. something like that. I mean he Black did Panther. the Black Panther soundtrack. Yeah. That was cute. I liked a couple of tracks off of there. Yeah, but like a compilation of just his music underneath you know what I mean? His his moniker. Yeah. This is the first relief we got in a quite a long time. I don't, I don't know how to feel about it. It's crazy. Oh, well, I've been going through some things. So, I haven't fully listened to this album. Now, anybody that knows me knows Kendrick Lamar is literally my favorite um, rap artist, hip-hop artist. I feel... Very highly of this man. So when I listen to his music, I kind of like to dive into it. Yeah. Um, I'm just not in the headspace. And I'm going to tell you, I completely understand. Because, you know, similar to what you've been going through, I'm entering maybe a, just a little uh, a better phase. But I was going through a period of exactly what you're going through right now. And listening to this album, I listened to it fully throughout. One listening, one sitting. The shit gets heavy. And if you are not in a certain mental space, you may not. I don't know. It, I, I'm not even going to hold you up. It kind of put me. I was I was grocery shopping while I was listening to it. And after I was finished listening to it, I was in like a bad fucking mood. Like, <laughs> explain, explain the mood. Like what, what exactly? Heavy. He talks about a lot of different topics. So it's structured into the album is called Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. And it's structured into two segments, I think, of either eight or nine songs. So the first half is the Big Steppers. Big Steppers, it's a little bit more, he talking his shit more. But he still, the things he's talking about is very heavy. Like, one of my favorite songs is called <coughs> West Side. Not the name of the song. Remember when I was like, I cannot find that name, that song on there? It's Worldwide Steppers. Worldwide I keep West Side Steppers. <laughs> <laughs> My bad, y'all. I don't know the names of shit. I, you, I can describe it to you, but I don't even know people's names half the fucking time. But <laughs> World, right. Worldwide Steppers. And because the beat kicks. And if you listen to Kendrick, this album kind of puts me in the mind of uh, To Pimp a Butterfly because a lot of it is very poetic. Yeah. A lot of it is very poetic. Probably my favorite Kendrick Lamar album. Me too. A lot of people didn't like it, but it's the artistry behind it. But in addition to a lot of that poetic stuff, you know, he's talking about a lot of heavy shit. Like in this particular song, Worldwide Steppers, he says a part where he talks about, like, first off, the song starts off top of some, I'm a killer, you a killer, she some, we all some damn killers. In different ways that we contribute to killing each other, pretty much. And it's a portion where he talks about the first time he had sex with a white girl. And he mentions, like, he feel like he racist because he feel like him fucking this white bitch is, is like, the ancestors. Oh, yeah, he getting revenge. Yeah, disappointed in him watching them fuck a white bitch. And he feel like, you know what I mean, the, 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 the chick, one of the chick's daddy arrested his uncle or somebody in his family. And he was like, perfect, because you about to take the punishment for what your uncle did. Like, it's heavy. He's talking about instances. There's another song where he talks about his auntie. He says, my auntie's a man now. Like, his auntie had <laughs> Shout a out section. to auntie. <laughs> okay. Well, uncle, not baby. Drop one of the queer bombs for auntie. Uh, not, <laughs> not drop a queer. 
Another queer bomb bomb. <laughs> Hell no. But he's talking about a lot of heavy shit. Like, he's talking about that. And in addition to that, he talks about his cousin who was about to be turn into a woman, about to have a sex change and become a woman. And how the family didn't respond to that the same way as he responded to Auntie. Like, he talks about. Like, oh, now that's deep. Because I do feel like that happens. I do feel like in a lot of instances, in the black community, I will say that. I feel like it, it, it's like, you see, okay, in, in urban communities where it's like you, you growing up in your hood, your ghetto, your projects, whatever. In a lot of urban communities, you got the neighborhood boys, right? They're never really that cool with the queer guy. Oh, hell no. You see what I'm saying? But you have... You got, you know, like the hard ass chicks. That's us. Come on now. Yeah. We both are part of the L element <laughs> of P community. Okay. okay. You, you know? got your, yeah, your studs. You got your young MAs and uh-huh. your, you know, your chicks like that, that these, that naturally get along with these groups of guys. They're just homeboys. They're just homeboys. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of. I feel like a lot of that has to do with comfortability. I feel like they're guys the masculinity are, is much more accepted. Yeah, and they're not comfortable by anything that is different. Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. I feel like that. But it, it, a lot of people don't talk about this because you could talk about the homophobia, but you do as gay guys. Come on now, it's uncomfortable for us too. You, we don't really acknowledge that a lot. Just like it could be uncomfortable to sit around for these gay guys, for these a group full of straight guys. It could be five straight guys in the room, and they could be the hoodest niggas y'all ever met in your fucking life. And if a super flamboyant guy walks in the room and just takes a seat right beside them and just start opening a conversation, they can get, they will get uncomfortable. Like what the fuck? I'm uncomfortable for y'all. Yeah, it's like what the fuck? Well, what is like who who man's is this? You know what I mean? How that's how they act, right? Yeah. But it's uncomfortable for that gay guy too. Yeah, it's scary because a lot aggressive. of the time, it's the aggression that yeah, that comes with that. So, yeah, it. so it's like it's uncomfortable on both ends. You're not lying about that. You're not lying about that. But he just uh, he just Kendrick addressed a lot of heavy topics, and I think the mindset that a lot of people in the world are in, you know. In addition to that, I am very much so. I know you are too. I'm an empath. So when we feel, you know what I mean? When we feel, when we hear other people's shit and what they're talking about, oftentimes we can pick up on that energy and kind of just, you know what I mean? That shit might bring you down, and it definitely brought a bitch down. Like, I was in the damn store frowning like a motherfucker. Like, because it was another song where he's. I love myself. I needed more of that on the. There was, I mean, the next song I'm thinking about. He spoke about It's called Father Time featuring Sanford I love Sanford So this song Father Time He speaks about the issues that he has with his father You know daddy issues And It's very heavy but he does end it on a lighter note Where he's speaking to his children And, and his, his, his wife And she's saying Tell daddy thank you for breaking generational curses and the little girl is like, thank you, daddy. And, Period. Right, and it ends on a lighter note, but it's just like, these are just such heavy topics. 
yeah. you know this same I life. do feel like some stuff and this is my opinion I haven't listened to the album fully but I do feel like I am such an advocate for Blake breaking black stereotypes. Honey. That's like one of my main goals that I would like to do in life. To be a Even, big old stereotype breaker. Literally. Because come on now. like, and, and just in my opinion, we know we know our our rights and we know our, our fucking wrongs. And, yeah, and you know a lot about that. It's just been some curses put on the black community for real. Like, and I just feel like it's just been a loop of it. You know what I mean? And I mean, me personally, I, I want to acknowledge those things and, and cause attention to those things. Talk about those things. So I do commend Kendrick for talking about issues that go on behind the curtains in the black community, because we got a, we get a whole lot of, uh, what goes on in this house stays in this house. Baby. <laughs> you know, we get a whole lot of that. It's a lot of secrecy. Yeah. You know, it's a lot of secrecy. And there are a lot of things that happen. And I'm going to say, I feel like maybe just our generation and back. You know what I mean? There's a lot of things that go along that we all kind of know about the uncle that you don't. <laughs> you know we know about listen, that particular uncle that you don't be around by yourself or you know what I mean like we all know about just some of the shit like yeah it's heavy stuff pretty much because it came from these are in my opinion these are like people that okay so it's like Generation on generation on generation of trauma. And it's to the point where it's like somebody got to step up and say no more. Yeah. Somebody got to step up and say, you know what? I won't be confined to the hood. Somebody got to step up and say, okay, I'm going to get my education. Somebody's going to, you know what I mean? Not only saying I won't be, not only saying that I won't be confined to the hood. I do feel like it's also important to keep those beneficial aspects that you get from growing up in the hood. Absolutely. You know what I mean? But not being confined to the thing that just keeps us tethered. Let me let me clarify what I meant by that. Not being confined to the hood. Meaning I feel like a lot of people grow up in their surrounding area and they're just like, this is what I know. This is who I am. Almost like the area becomes... A personality type for them. Mm-hmm. Like this is like exactly who I am. I, I am, am this. I am seven mile. I yeah. am, th- and I'm just like you can be Detroit wherever you go. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But I just feel like so many of us are just because like my auntie stay around the corner, my cousin stay in that house right there. My that that house across the street was my grandma house. Yep. You know what I mean? They don't know anything outside of this and honestly i feel like sometimes it makes people uncomfortable to try to venture out and learn something new about it's a very human thing you know it's a very human thing you know anything that is uncomfortable it don't come it don't come natural to us it's not a it's not an easy thing to do but on the other side of that just stand up. <laughs> like okay, stand up. You gotta like just stand open up. your mind. Free your mind. Yeah, it's something that's becoming a little bit harder for all of us to do, I think. You know what I mean? Everything that's just been going on. What but I things- do also feel like if you cannot free your mind, then you will not break generational curses. Yeah. 
one of you the things really have to think about the bigger spectrum of things. One of the things we definitely want to kind of dive into and be open about here on our pod is just the things we deal with on a day to day with our mental health and just, like I said, just the shit that you go through in this experience living on this earth. I feel like a lot of us, a lot of the people who I know and I love and my friends and stuff like that, even people who I'm not that close with, it seemed like it's the underlying thing. Everybody is going through something right now. Yeah. Everybody is going through something right now. Yeah. And I think we are in a very unique time. It's such a blessing, I feel, because more people are talking about it. More people are okay with not being okay. Yeah. I I don't know. I have my bouts, my battles with mental health. And as of late, my mental health has been a little bit all over the place. I'm not even going to lie. Some days I wake up, I'm just happy and I'm cool. And other days I'm just like so down. I can't even just, I literally just close my blinds and just sit in this room with the TV on like completely dark <laughs> and watching Grey's Anatomy <laughs> all day because I'm obsessed with Grey's Anatomy yes I am I got into Grey's Anatomy on the Netflix and I have been watching it ever since I've been watching this damn show for about a month and some change now it's a lot to catch up on probably about two months at this point I feel and I'm only on season eight hell no and it's 18 seasons hell no Oh baby, I won't be watching that. I just you can just tell me what's going on with Miss Arizona and Kelly. <laughs> okay, I'm not in that point that you're in right now. I was there, honey. Okay, and uh, now I'm just kind of in a point where it's more so my issues I'm having where just being enthused about life again. You know what I mean? And and gaining momentum back when it comes to the things I want to do creatively. This is the first step, though. Okay. This is the first step right here. Finally sitting down and Hey. The more names that you give me, then the more names that I see. (laughs) But just this is definitely something My best friend is always on my mind. I wanna be (laughs) more I gotta do what I gotta do. Uh, I gotta uh, move. Uh, okay, another nameless, nameless. Oh yeah, oh. copyrighted. Okay, you about to <laughs> lawsuit? I'm about to say we ain't got nothing for their asses to get them get it anyway. I'm trying though. to say they can have this microphone. No, they can't. <laughs> <laughs> it took long enough just to get this together. Like, <laughs> but. I don't know. For me, it's just another thing. It's just gaining that creative momentum and keeping it. And like I said, this is just the first step. I feel like bottom line, the majority, uh, moral of the story is we all get into these phases where we all go through things. But the most important thing is just to keep your head up, trust God, and take that first step. Absolutely. That first step is just the one you need to. It's often the hardest. Yeah. You know, you took your first step to do the things you need to do to get yourself back. And I'm taking the first step, recording this part. We're going to get these cooking videos back together. Yes. Okay. And I don't know. I think this feels good. This feels good. <laughs> this feels this right. Feels like home. But I would like to say 
Thank you to everybody who has been listening. You have made it to our first episode. We got to the end. Boom, this boom, is a, boom, boom. I think this is a good, a nice, good amount of time. We got a little bit over an hour. That felt good. It felt natural. Absolutely. Um, please again bear with us as we are figuring things out, as we get the flow and and let this podcast take on its own its own personality. You know yeah. what I mean. And hopefully you guys will continue to tune in to us. We're going to try to do this once a week. Um, We're going to try. This is, you know. It's, we definitely going to try. We're going to try. You know what I mean? We're going to try. Please like, share, comment, all of the above. Um, tune out for all of the other things that we are doing. I, my photography, videography, Sean with his bomb ass cooking. Yes, Crave by S. Curry. Absolutely. Follow it on every handle. Crave by S. Curry. Period. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Videos that you see are shot by Moxie. That is me. Okay. That is M O X I E, (laughs) baby. Okay. (laughs) All right. All right. Aaron, you want to get anything else you want to say, boo, before we head on up out of here? Take care of yourself. (laughs) For real. Take care of yourself. Yeah. If that means talking to somebody, if that means going out and pampering yourself for a day, if that means looking yourself in the morning, in the mirror in the morning, like Mary J. Blige, good morning, gorgeous. Take care of yourself. Yes. Take care of yourself. We're going to take care of ourselves. We love you, y'all. Peace. Ah, hello. <laughs> Another nameless podcast. It's been real.